my friends, this is Andy and Hedy. I come to you live from Yorba Linda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional. A production of ResurrectMinistry.com. Harnessing the power of the internet to bring the gospel to every corner of the earth. Whether you're a new believer or a seasoned saint, we hope we have resources that will deepen your walk with Christ and uh, will be a blessing. Whether it is Bible resources, if you're looking for a new Bible, I've got a bunch of different kinds of Bibles, all for all different kinds of purposes. So you may find one you like there. And there's worship bands to listen to, new pastors you may never have heard of, uh, books that we like. And of course, as always, we love to hear from you. There's also all of our contents on there. Um, my pa- uh, my articles on the Christian Post, the, the Resurrect Ministry, uh, Living Fearless Devotional, the previous episodes, and the Fearless Man podcast by Andy Falco Jimenez. Jimenez. Yes. Jimenez. Drop us a line. Leave us a comment. Like, share, subscribe these videos. It's such a blessing to us. And if you care to partner with us, just click the Donate Now button. Yeah, send us a message. We love reading those messages. Yes. They're pretty awesome. Um, when you say seasoned saints, does it mean that they've been through every season or that you've they have been seasoned like salt and pepper? <laughs> what does it mean to be seasoned? Like, yeah, I think been through many seasons. Oh, okay. Like a... Like a um, <laughs> Mature. A mature Christian. I've been meaning to ask you that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I like I, the expression. I've heard it yeah. said before by other people, and I'm like, I like that. I like seasoned saints. Yeah. I, I understand that it means that they've been It could be that around. they're salty, too. They're little... <laughs> could be. Yeah. I don't know. I would, but... Because God tells us to be salt and light, so maybe they're a little salty, too. Right. That's Always where wanted. it comes from. Let's see. Let's one see. of our seasoned saints can tell us. Yes. That's Carrie. Carrie, what is seasoned saints? Is it referring to spices, or is it reserved? Perverting to maturity. Yes. <laughs> Hello, Lisa. Nice to see you. Happy hey, Monday. hi there. Uh, how was home church gathering? Oh, we'll be talking about that. Yes. Yes. We're gonna... It was awesome. Oh, no, I was going to keep it a secret until. You, why do you think we were going to say that it's terrible? It, it could have. Yeah. No. no, you should have been here. It was it was incredibly terrible. <laughs> Sarah Holland is on. Hi, Sarah. Yay, she's awake. Nice to see you. Yeah, we try to come on a little bit earlier. Yeah. Today. Carries on. As you said, Darcy, nice to see you. Of course. And then we have a mature. Mature. But, so when they're seasoned, they become mature? Well, no, she, she, gave, she didn't mention the spicy, salty thing. She yes. said mature. Okay. Hey, Cindy, nice to see you. How are I you and your you. dog doing? Oh, no, the dog is in. You put him in jail? In the, yeah, she put the dog in jail. Where? I, I don't know. <laughs> Cindy, did you, yes. are you are you like me? Did you give the dog back? Were you no. like, I'm sorry. I'm giving, it up to, I'm giving it up for adoption. I think she needed a vacation from the dog. It happens. <gasps> oh no. It's like it's like parents. You know, you know what they go on vacation. It isn't necessarily to go visit somebody, it's to get away from the kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. when you can go without them. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Right. All right. For uh the Living Fearless Devotion, we of course are reading a devotional uh from uh, Charles Spurgeon. Uh, the one we're in is morning by morning and uh, for May 22nd today, uh, Psalm 107 to seven is the reference that says he led them by a straight way. Huh? Now that I'm thinking about this, what does this have to do with the devotional? Make my crooked path straight, Lord. Oh, okay. Well, let me get you guys. Let me let you guys in on what it says. <laughs> and uh, so from the pen of Charles Spurgeon, Change often leads an anxious believer to ask, why is this happening to me? I looked for light, then came darkness. I hoped for peace, but there was only terror. 
I said in my heart, I will never be shaken. Oh, Lord, my mountain will stand firm. But when you hid your face, I was dismayed. Only yesterday I could clearly see the way. But today my path is dark and my hopes are shrouded by clouds. Yesterday I could climb to the top of Pisgah, view the vast landscape, and rejoice with confidence in my future inheritance. Today my spirit has no hope, only fear, no joy, only great distress. Is this part of God's plan for me? Is this really the way that God could have me travel to heaven? Yes, it is. <laughs> it is by this way. The obscuring of your faith, the darkness of your mind, the fading of your hope, all these are simply part of God's method of maturing you for the great inheritance you will soon enter. These trials are designed to test and to strengthen your faith. They are waves that will wash you again upon the rock and further establish you there. They are the winds that will transport your ship more swiftly toward the desired haven. As the psalmist David wrote, may it be said of you, he guided them to their desired haven through glory and dishonor, bad report and good report, through plenty and poverty, through joy or distress, through persecution or peace, through and by all these things, the life of your soul is maintained. And by each of them, you are helped all along the way. Never think, dear believer, your sorrows are not in God's plan. They are a necessary part of it. We must go through many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. Therefore, even learn to consider it pure joy whenever you face trials of many kind. <laughs> oh, let my trembling soul be still and wait thy wise, thy holy will. I cannot Lord, thy purpose see, yet all is well since ruled by thee. That's it's a nice. poem by John Bowring, somewhere between 1792 and 1872. What's the first thing that comes to you? I have a few things, and I, I need this. No, I, well, it really does bring me back to our home church. So yesterday, for those of you that, that don't watch regularly, we do a home church once a month. Um, where we host at our home um, people from all over the place. Yes, not our eclectic group, yeah. the Home Fellowship, as Jack calls it. Oh, the Home Fellowship. Yes. Um, and so it's not just Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills. There's people from your Blender Friends Church. There's people from Kindred. There's people from uh, that are unchurched, unchurched, the East unchurched. <laughs> um, and, but it's just a, it's a, it's a congregation of uh, of people in our community. And um, while at Calvary Chapel Chino Hills yesterday, I went to first service without Hedia uh, because she was preparing for the home church, uh, which often happens. And so I was sitting there by myself. There was one chair next to me that was available, and the rest of the chairs in the entire section were, were full. And then suddenly a woman walks up and sits next to me. And uh, I said, hi to her. Where are you visiting? And she says, yes, I'm from the Lake Tahoe area. And um, and then she talked a little bit more and then service started. And that was about all we said. And then after service, she just asked me a question. Do you uh, have any pastors here that do healing or is there any healing prayers that are done here? And I said, not really at this church. I mean, uh, they do. They yeah, but not, but it's not the not general what, vibe. Not what she was asking because yeah. she wasn't necessarily asking for her. She was asking for her cousin. So long story short, I share with her that we have a 
home church. And so we exchanged numbers and, and some other stuff happened um, where they did come. And there was a little bit of where the cousin who had just been in a car accident, who had some severe injuries, which did need some healing prayer. But there was also a little bit that I felt like she needed prayer. There was some healing that needed to happen there. I'm not sure quite where that is. And then we have other discussions with other people there that were talking about trauma, either that they were experiencing or had experienced. And what I find interesting about this devotional, keeping all of that in mind, is that we ended up talking about the the things that happen in our life that cause us despair. Yes. Whether it's traffic accidents or uh, death of a child or um, just difficulties with, with, with cancer, dealing with um you know, children that are not walking with God, all of those things were very much a part of our discussion yesterday. Yes. And in the end, we had a discussion about how it is part of God's molding us and that we are to count it as all as joy. Yes. And uh, I thought that was it's so, um, so on point. And then you came home today talking about that there's a little bit of difficulty after such a, it was a, it was a moving, awesome home church that we had Yes, that the day following can, can sometimes be dark and difficult, which is another portion of this. So it seems like this spoke to us in so many different ways. Yes. Uh, and how amazing that it's the day after the, I know. the group, our, our meeting, it was just, <laughs> and I mean, in the apostle Paul is a great example because also, and pastor Jack sometimes hints to us saying, Oh, I'm going to get a nasty email. Uh, Another thing that's happening as a consequence is that inevitably, when you have that eclectic a group of believers, um, our heart in putting the group together is we want our it to be an open house. We love going to a variety of churches. We love people mm-hmm. from different denominations. Um, we don't ever ask, nor do we care, as long as they're in the family of Christ and they believe in the Nicene Creed, you know, like <laughs> Jesus Christ, you know came, lived, died, rose from the grave to um, save us from our sins. So as long as we all believe the basic principles, so our our fellowship represents that diversity. But inevitably, in doing that, you are going to upset some people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm not used to that in a Christian setting, to tell you the truth. I, it makes me very nervous and uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm so nervous. Oh, no. I, I don't want anybody to be upset, but there was so much folks. There was so much going on last night. There was deliverance. There was healing. There was crying. There was growing. There was receiving the Holy spirit. What some, uh, someone felt was for the first time they received the, um, the Holy spirit. It, it was amazing. It was amazing, but there's no way you could keep track or monitor or what was happening. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, uh, God just came in and took over the room. And so in that process, we just have to be prepared that some people may get disgruntled along the way. Yeah. (laughs) That's part of it too. So I woke up to that this morning and then um, of course, just life stuff hitting me at 90 miles an hour. And I was just like, Oh, I was hoping to have a little afterglow for a while, (laughs) but not much. I think the, the, the one thing that can also be taken away is there's people that when they do get injured, they spend a lot of time at home by themselves because they can't yes. get out. Right. You know, they, uh, a lot of time in bed. Um, they may 
drift away from reading the Bible. Uh, possibly, I'm not saying that was happened in the in the case, but I, I feel like there was some of that where you you get kind of um, stuck. You feel hopeless. Yeah, absolutely. And so you you for for comfort, you go to maybe TV shows that provide some type of laughter or you know whatever it is that will take you away from the reality of what it is you're going through. And that is that is not the right way to go because you get further and further away from God and further away from the church, which is the people. But I think it's it was important for some of the folks, maybe one or two of the folks in particular, to be in that room because there was even hesitancy to come to our house right. out of fear right. that God spoke to them and said, no, you got to go. And they, they came. And I'm just going to say the, the one lady that was injured in the car accident, she wobbled in <laughs> and we actually kind of got scared for liability reasons Yes, because <laughs> we don't have a ramp. We don't have, <laughs> we have stairs. Uh, we have people uh, the, the, just the, the chairs are everywhere. And so the Holy ghost, we don't know what anybody's going to do at any moment. So we were a little concerned, but, um, and so I think that the important part was, was, was uh, a couple things. One was that she she did a jig on the way out. Oh, that was I was going to get to that part. But the other <laughs> one was that understanding that there are uh, other people that are going through very similar things. Uh, the feeling of despair being that that similar thing, not the same kind of injury, but despair of like, oh my gosh, why is this happening to me? Why me? This hurts so bad. I wake up in pain every day, uh, and it could yes. be emotional pain. It could be physical pain. Yes. The pain is pain. Um, but in the end, the same lady who barely made it through the door uh, it, it, because of the, uh, the wobbliness and the, in the shaking of, of pain that she was in literally got up after the prayers, after it, what it, it seemed as the, uh, the demons were uh, expelled out of her expelled. Yeah. It was an impression. She suffered yeah. from some uh, demonic oppression that had been with her for a very long time. She stands up. Oh, but people helped her almost the entirety from the very beginning. Yes. Up and downstairs, down the hallway, to the restroom, all this kind of stuff. At the when she was leaving, she stood up by herself, oh. grabbed her pen over, grabbed her purse. Helping me clean up in the kitchen. Helped her clean up in the kitchen and walked out the door <laughs> with no assistance. People, I mean, she she became just like everybody else. <laughs> we're on the way in. We're on the way in. She needed help. And so um, I think there's so much greatness in in reading this devotional understanding his power and actually seeing it uh play out yes last night in so many different ways the 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 emotion that was felt yesterday about being in a room with believers um sharing our stories and then leaving with um with hope and Amen. feeling that god was present i thought was huge so do we catch up with some of the um yeah comments so um so Cindy's saying the dog is still with her until he goes to the puppy hotel. Oh. <laughs> and Carrie <laughs> says that maturing part is difficult. You have to fight growing weary. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, Sarah says, I feel this today most definitely. I question the outcome of things. How much are we to bear? And, you know, Sarah, the answer is that we <laughs> have to bear it all. Like, oftentimes it feels like there's no end in sight, but... Um, Count it all joy. I don't think we can ever quantify it. God is the perfect workout partner where if he's putting on the weights for you to lift, he, he knows you well enough that he just, he puts on enough weight that makes it difficult, <laughs> right. but not so much that you can't lift it. A great trainer. Huh? Yeah. He's a great, a great trainer. Yeah. Pain is definitely pain and sorrow is paralyzing. Mm -hmm. Yes. Amen. Yep. 
and uh, Lisa says, God's greatness abounds. Yay! That was pretty amazing. And said he says, that was cool. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, wow. It was something else. It really was. And it's, uh, you, when you, uh, when you do your best to try to devote your home to the Lord and an event where you say that, you know, this is your place, invite who you want and may they all get what they came for. You know, may, may they mm-hmm. hear from you personally, directly uh, speak to their hearts about what they specifically need. Um, and then you just kind of step back because you can't really predict what's going to happen after that. It's really a, a little bit uncomfortable for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting used to it. I'm not used to the unpredictability of things, uh, but it's uh, it's been good for me. There's a, another thing that happened I just want to point out too, and we talked about a little bit um, earlier today at the kitchen table, and that was um, – that these two, these guests, it was uh, a, a woman and her cousin uh, came over, the, the ones that I met at church. And we start at uh, five o'clock. Mm-hmm. And, and I, but I'm remembering mostly people show up at five o'clock. Yes, especially like even Jim and Sylvia. They're always on time. Yeah. But these two women showed up at five o'clock and there was nobody here. Yeah. And she goes, did we come too early? And I go, no, it's supposed to start at five o'clock. But for whatever reason, God wanted us to spend about 45 minutes with these people uh, we i've never seen everybody show up 45 minutes late it was it, it was, was wild we, and yeah. and our time together was to go through what you know what the pain the the, the one who was in the traffic accident had gone through and i'm not sharing their name only because i don't yes. know if they want to know us to do that um but we got to know about them we got to learn about yeah. them and I, and i think it really did help for us to have the backstory so that we could share with the the people yes. that did show up. Everything and, and, was timed perfectly. And for them to get that comfort le- level and for us to see how much pain she was in. I, folks, I got to tell you, it was worrisome to have a woman that was so fragile walk into the home the way that she did. And it wasn't fake. Oh, I mean, no. She just doesn't like, know us. We don't know her. She walked in <laughs> in pain yeah. and almost left twice before the people even got there. Yes. You remember she was going to leave yeah, because she, she was in sound. so much pain. And so she never would have got the, um, the you know, the fellowship um, if she, if we would have allowed her to leave. We suggested, oh, would we would have allowed her, but we, su- we suggested, <laughs> yeah, you're staying in. We locked the doors. No, um, she went into the other room for a little while into another room where she was away from everybody because the noise was a little bit too much for her. Yeah. I, I mean, I tell you people, it was a, it was a, mir- it was a mir- miracle um, and an amazing uh, you know, example of God's love and power uh, as we, as we think more and more about it. And, uh, and uh, I, I just love being a part of it. Um, it was pretty cool. It was. Yeah. Um, I'll wait. I'll save this. What I was just going to say what? Um, after. Well, I, cause it, it doesn't really connect oh. <laughs> to what we're talking about. So okay. let's get back to this part. And so we want to read that we have a lot of scripture to get to. Can you do the clicking for me? Yeah. Because it's hard for me to cross. Sure. Okay. Psalm 1077. He led them straight to safety to a city where they could live. Israelites. Job 30, 26. Yet when I hoped for good, evil came. When I looked for light, then came darkness. God, life feels like that sometimes, doesn't it? But Job in particular had, 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 quite, had quite the difficult life. Yeah. <laughs> but God loved him. He did. 
it's so crazy. Demonstration. Yep. All right, Jeremiah. We hoped for peace, but no good has come. For a time of healing, but there is only terror. Oof. Jeremiah 8, 15. Psalm 30, 6 and 7. When I felt secure, I said, I will never be shaken. Lord, when you favored me, you made my royal mountain stand firm. But when you hid your face, I was dismayed. Isn't that so, mm. that's so the walk of a believer, right? You're like, when you feel God's presence, you're like, nothing can stop me. I'm like Superman. And then he just, <laughs> all he has to do is just hide behind a tree for a minute. And you're like, oh, uh, why'd you leave me alone? My life is falling apart. <laughs> Oh my God. I think God's play plays hide and seek with us occasionally. Right. Just to strengthen us. We did that with the kids. I did that with my kids. You know, when they, oh, yeah. when they wandered too far ahead of me, I'd, I'd hide behind a car. Exactly. To teach them a lesson. <laughs> to this day, Sarah won't walk ahead of me for that reason. <laughs> Deuteronomy 34, one, then Moses climbed Mount Nebo from the plains of Moab to the top of Sika, uh, Pisgah across from Jericho. There the Lord showed him the whole land from Gilead to Dan, all the inheritance of the Israelites. Psalm 107.30, they were glad when it grew calm, when it grew calm <laughs> and he guided them to their desired haven. Oh. And then 2 Corinthians 6.8, through glory and dishonor, bad report and good report, genuine yet, regarding, yet regarded as imposters. It's uh, some of the passages in Corinthians are so uh, descriptive and dramatic of how difficult it is to be an apostle, uh, how it was for Paul and how it is for believers throughout time. It is not it is not an easy walk. It's pick up your cross and carry it. Offer yourself as a living sacrifice. And these descriptions that Paul gives uh, give us a glimpse into that. Acts 14, 22. Strengthening the disciples and encouraging them to remain true to the faith. We must go through many hardships to enter the kingdom of God, they said. And mm. it is them is reminding that many? Many. Why? Infinite. <laughs> I don't want many. I just want a couple. I'm happy with just testing me a couple times. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. James 1-2. I, I always thought I'd get this as a tattoo. I remember saying that. Yep. Uh, and what does Jim Ryman have to say? There is no better example of Christian suffering than the Apostle Paul. He wrote, we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about the hardship we suffered. We were under great pressure, far beyond our ability to endure, so that we despaired even of life. The humanity of the great apostle shines forth in this and should be an encouragement to us when we suffer. Paul went on to say, indeed, our hearts, we felt the sentence of death. Can you imagine? It was so bad that he felt like he was sentenced to death while he's still alive. But he then quickly gives us the purpose for the suffering. This happened that we may not rely on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. Is, is the connection? It felt mm -hmm. the sentence of death, but we relied on God who raises the dead. And, and you think about it. It's we are at our knees in the most sincere prayer the worse our situation is. Mm -hmm. So now you see why there's a there's a pattern. <laughs> yes, we have a God who raises the dead. Are you at the point of despairing even of life, just as Paul once did? Then remember our God raises the dead and will not forsake his faithful ones. 
He has delivered us in the past. He will deliver us in the future. And he will continue to deliver us in the present. He can be trusted. Wow. Wow. Something else. Um, where are we at? Uh, Lisa had a divine appointment with the youngest son's girlfriend today. Oh, nice. Yay. That's good. That's always good. That, yeah. I hope that went well. Yeah. Uh, Sarah says, it's been over five years since my daughter died, and I want to find comfort and meaning, but struggle. Mm. So sorry to hear that, Sarah. Um, our deepest condolences to you. That must uh, be a heart-wrenching pain. So you have our deepest sympathy, and we will definitely keep you in prayer. What was your daughter's name? Yeah, we had uh, we have one of our regular attendees that had suffered the loss of a, a teenage, yes. teenage son. Who died of a fentanyl. Not, not too long ago and um is as difficult as that is is that she's been able to use yes. his death uh as a a way of teaching other parents yes about what to be aware of of uh the, the poison called fentanyl um and uh, sharing her story yes and it's been it's been really powerful she also uh, shared a story last night of a horrific traffic accident she was when she was in when she was a teenager that nearly took her life and uh, paralyzed her and they told her she would never walk again uh, never walk or talk right backbone uh her, her spine was broken three places yeah so when they when the the i think it was axe that talked about that they uh is it it's, go she go through many hardships yeah she's gone through many hardships yes and has come out um very not is it very well she's come out out of the hardships in a way that god she's honoring god absolutely you know it's also interesting i found out is that she wasn't a believer when she was going through the uh the paralyzation and the oh really yeah it was her mom that was a believer oh. and goes back to what you learned praying about moms. praying for your children <laughs> yes. uh, and she said my mom would not stop praying she just never gave up and she said my daughter said she's gonna walk she's gonna walk Aww. And uh, she had prayer warriors and and everything that uh, and it was a miracle that she could walk. The doctors told her it was not possible, and um, and it was a pretty pretty amazing story that she shared last night. Uh, there you go. Sorry, Kelsey was her name. Twenty three years old. Oh, yeah. There are no so words, different. Sarah, for that. And um, God willing, the Lord will uh, find a purpose in it for you and and to bring you comfort and peace uh but there's definitely no no greater tragedy than that she's praying lisa carrie um so i wanted just to share uh because i'd asked you know for people to help me with my with my message and the the interesting thing was is that i could not still could not come uh, up with one uh, one focus until I went to church yesterday and the very first song uh, spoke about um, the line essentially was saying that um, in the song, we come to church for you, God. <laughs> and I'm, I'm reading these words and I'm looking at it. And, you know, it was, it, you know, as it was most Christian songs, it's very repetitive. And those words kept coming up. We're here for you. We're here to honor you. We're here because we want to praise you. We're here for you. And it kept right going, wait one second. 
<laughs> and I felt so goofy that I go, you know what? I, I never, I never thought of that. That I'm supposed to be coming to church for God. I've been going to church for me this whole time. It was really one of the craziest things. I'm sitting there and just going, I, I almost couldn't even concentrate until Jack got up there and I started finally listening. But then his message was other little reminders of, of we need to show up everywhere for God. Yes. And so that became my whole message. And, uh, and I, you know, I told people, I know that sometimes my messages are pretty basic, but, and I probably should know this, but you know, it turned out, which I was very happy with is that there was a seasoned saint in the room who also said, wow, you know what? I've never, I never listened to the words of the song. I just I sing them. I stopped listening to them. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard them so many times. I just don't even pay attention. I'm just humming a tune. <laughs> so I go, I don't know. God gave me this message today. I loved that. I and, loved uh, her response. Yes. Yeah, it was she pretty was awesome. just kind of like, wow, that is amazing that you felt that, that you got that message and we just, go in there and sing these songs as if it's nothing. And it's, it's worship where they yes. worship the Lord. <laughs> uh, but uh, it is important to remember that, uh, you know, especially for us that are somewhat new to the understanding. Again, I was a Christian for 20 years and really didn't understand uh, a whole lot of things, but um, it's, it's understanding that everything we do uh, when we go to work, when we go to the store, when we, walk into our kid's room to talk to them, to see what they're doing is that we show up there for God, not for us because he will give you the words. He'll give you something to say that we're, will honor him. It will, it will show them that you're walking with God, that you'll walk in there with light. If you're walking there with the purpose for him. And it was a pretty, for me, it was, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that. I, I loved hearing that from him. Um, and, uh, and hope that sharing that, that little message that I had, um, brought some something for the people to think about it did but it was important for me for sure absolutely because yeah I've, I've been going to church all this time for myself <laughs> give me give me give me my name is jimmy jackpot jesus all right god what are you going to give me today right? lay it on me i need to hear you know yeah it's so awesome to praise him to to go there to listen to him to listen to his word to be there for him is so much of it it's just a different it's just, a, it's just a twist well and that's and you related it to showing up for everybody in that way um for our spouses for our children for our co-workers uh for our vendors in our lives at the grocery store or the you know the manicurist whoever it may be that we show up um on behalf of jesus wherever we go changes the way we behave yep because before the before that song and my understanding of why I was there. <laughs> I, I, I spoke to the lady next to me, but I didn't get into anything that would have changed her life, you know, for the, for the glory of God. And so it was at the end of the service <laughs> that I told her, I said, why don't you come to our home? Uh, this woman that I don't know. Yeah. And normally you would have been, you know, this would not be a good thing in a marriage <laughs> to invite a woman to our home. <laughs> <laughs> but but no uh right away i i grouped you in on the text message and that kind of thing but um yeah it, it, it's interesting that 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 invitation didn't come until after because that was for god it wasn't for it See wasn't that? for me yeah so important that's awesome yeah carrie thank you it's an important one
important. Of course, it's from God, not from me. All right. Anything else, Schnugs? What else did you take away from? I don't know. I just, uh, I ran out of food. I ran out of salmon. Well, that's because because... I ate half of it. <laughs> uh, Jan said Jim ate a big chunk too. Oh. <laughs> so there's the two of you. But uh, yeah, so planning food, we do dinners. So planning food for, you know, you don't know, is it going to be 15 people or 30? You have no way of planning. Yeah, but We had a full house last night. Every yeah. chair was taken. It was awesome. It was pretty cool. I'm just so grateful. So grateful to just be a <laughs> and again, by God. They all showed up late. Yeah. I just, I'm so, I was so dumbfounded because when I looked around, when I noticed that everybody was here, I was like, going, I, I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. But then it made sense. Right. That we need to get to know them first. But uh, yeah, I did have a big piece of uh, of salmon because I normally I, I get so busy. It's almost like a. It used to be that it was like a wedding reception. Do you remember? You ever been to a wedding, mm -hmm. and the and the, the 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 bride and groom get busy, and you you don't you're so busy that you don't remember anything. You don't eat the cake. You, you don't eat the food because you're busy greeting everybody and saying hi to everybody. Right. That's kind of how. I remember that several times. <laughs> I, I started to catch myself what I was saying. Then, you know, like my, my wedding. <laughs> I'm glad we broke the mold. We didn't even bother. We didn't even do. Why? We still have to do that. Maybe it's a bad omen. Why? We still have to do that. We're not going to do that. We should. No. We, for our anniversary, but we don't have luck with marriage ceremonies. We could use one of our home churches as our reception for our marriage. Yes. Absolutely. Let's just do that. I think that's what we should do. Um, but back to my point. Okay. Is that finally, after enough of them, I've now decided, you know what? I'm going to eat this. No. <laughs> <laughs> enough of the home churches. Oh. I'm, I'm going to eat. Yeah, you did. You went to town. I, I made up for all the other ones I didn't eat. <laughs> I, I ate yesterday a lot of food. A big hunk of salmon. It was <laughs> and uh, Carrie's asking, did they have a reason for showing up late? No, Carrie, they didn't. God. The funny thing. God, yes. God had them show up late. Yeah. But it was everybody. Again, I just want to emphasize that it wasn't like one person, you know, was delayed because of a soccer game with their kids or something like that. It was, it was, it really seemed purposeful. Yes. Because once they started showing up, it was a, it was train. a train. It was a train of people walking through the door. Like they all came on a metro together. Yeah. It was really interesting how that all worked. But uh, yeah, nobody, nobody even said anything. Nope. But that's how God works. He works um, some amazing, in amazing ways. Uh, I think that's it. Wow, we've talked really fast. 35 minutes. You don't have any hideous stories? Oh, I know. What oh, are we boy. thinking? Oh, boy. What are we thinking? Today, Pastor Jack Hibbs put out a, a, a graphic oh. of, the, of the real... <laughs> Of the real life network was like a child who just saw like John Travolta on a poster. I was like, <laughs> I was John Travolta. You know, like back when we were kids. Yeah, why not when so, you met your husband in line at church? I was so excited. <laughs> I was so excited. I was like crazy, like a starstruck kid. There she was, Hedia Miramati Falco Jimenez. <laughs> In the picture with Pastor Jack Hibbs and 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 and, and, and Graham, what's his first name again? Uh, Franklin Graham? No, it's his dad. I know we did this yesterday. Billy Graham 
Billy Graham. Billy Graham's not in the picture. Yes. Uh, hold on. I'm going to bring it up and show everybody. Hey, what the... Billy Graham's in oh, the picture. Oh, why am I? Why do I need to log in? Facebook keeps trying to kick us off. That's yeah, why. Facebook doesn't like us very much. They're very mad at us when we talk about. It two... is Billy Graham. I told you. <laughs> you, you. You. All you saw was yourself and Jack. <laughs> holy holy toledo where Uh, in what universe would i be in a picture with billy graham that's only god only but god yes in what universe would this former muzzy be in a picture with billy graham it's so crazy there let me i'm going to share this for people that haven't seen it because not all of us not everybody's our friend (laughs) (laughs) hold on i gotta find the right things here things are in my way Sarah, where do you live? Sarah's saying she wish she had that here. Um, what city do you live in? Yeah, that would be good to know. Here's, yeah. So here's Hedia. They're in the background. <laughs> there's Billy Graham. There's, there's some other dude. And who's that, Joy uh, Star Jones? Yeah, yeah, Star Star Jones. Star Jones? Star okay. somebody. Star. I know her first name, Star. And who's the guy on the right? Do you know? No. I don't know either. His name's Fred. Fred. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who that is. But right oh, in the middle is Pastor watching. Jack Hibbs, all proud. And there you are, right over his shoulder. Oh, my goodness. How cool is that? It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so that starts on Pentecost uh, Sunday, Sunday which is uh, this Sunday. Yes, this yeah, Sunday. This Sunday. So um, our Living Fearless Devotional, the one you're watching, the video portion like you're watching, it will not be live, but it'll be the you replay. Think, are you to like subscribe to shows on the channel like how does that yes. work or do you bookmark them or what's going to happen i think you subscribe do you okay yeah i think it's like gonna apple? be like uh, i think it's gonna be like youtube and rumble and because remember uh pastor david's uh his glory you didn't subscribe that you could tell how many viewers you got on each show mm. but it wasn't um subscribing to each individual ch- show Hmm. It's kind of like watching Fox Cable. You don't subscribe to the show, you know? Yeah, I don't know, but we'll find out on We'll find out. Wait, let's uh, let's take a look at this again. Look at that. Eddie and Miramati with, <laughs> here, let me fix this so that it's, make sure that you guys could see. There you go. That's the best I can do. So there she is, Eddie Miramati. I must be behind Jack. Yes. I must be behind his head. Yes. Or behind well, that I, other there, guy. There's just not a lot of women, so that's why I got it. Mm-hmm. Because, all right <laughs> one all of right. three i think i'm gonna have a little talk with jack when i see him on sunday <laughs> don't be don't be a hater <laughs> don't be a hater oh i love it so much i love it i was so happy to see that it's so cool it's uh thank you all for your support too you and franklin graham there together <laughs> billy graham billy graham yeah see i knew that was not franklin graham. uh all right so there we go we had that news coming up on sunday yeah. uh fave or subscribe maybe dvr maybe yeah it'll be interesting to see how it works out yep and sarah's in vancouver washington oh Hmm. i didn't know there was a vancouver in washington yes yes um there is been there (laughs) very nice place lovely place lovely it's not as uh uh um filled with nonsense as uh seattle but uh, unfortunately, yeah, Washington is General. the the, uh, the, the, the population that lives there is uh, unfortunately destroying places like Seattle. But hopefully someday they'll have enough and they'll seed from the nation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, 
a portion of uh, of Washington is trying to become Idaho. Uh, right, Idaho. Idaho. Yeah. yeah. Become Idaho and say, we, we've had enough of this Washington. That's, that's where I got that from. <laughs> yeah. Sarah says, sadly. Yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Next to Portland. Yep. All right. Well, my love. Anything else? That's it. All right. Make sure and go in the, the description of wherever you're watching this. In there, you'll find some links to some of our favorite things, uh, our sponsors, and a ministry in Ecuador that uh, we would love for you to support. Friends of ours that uh, need some help uh, because of some financial difficulties they've been going through. So uh, make sure and check that link and check them out. There's some great writings in their blog. I think you'll really enjoy them. And uh, that's all for us. We love you guys. Yes. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for all your support. For your love and your prayers. We really appreciate Without it. Without you, we never would have been on the, the real life. So yes. we really do appreciate Thank it you. very much. All right. We love you guys. Take care. God bless. Bye.